Hello, I'm Richard Stack, and I'm playing Stanley Nimick. And Stanley is wondering how exactly his long career in door-to-door sales has led him to confronting an Egyptian god, and if that god might be hiring. I am Chris Gladys. I'm playing Father Gill, a Catholic priest who is really only prepared to deal with one god at a time. Hi, I'm Willow Wilson. I'm playing Joanna Vaughn. Big Pharma wants me, but they can't have me. Also, there's a literal demon living in my head. I'm Holland Curtis, and I play Poppy Pembroke, average Girl Scout and friend of the ferryman. Just here to make sure you're not cheating death or if you want to buy some cookies. Let's kill a god! On the cover, we see the Pharaoh's throne on the roof of what had been Whitman Central. The building has been transformed, and yet the throne is empty, except for a scepter laying on its side. On the right side of the throne is the dog-faced ape. On the left is the cobra with a woman's face. And they're waiting. On the first page, we see our four protagonists, our four heroes, standing outside a medical supply store, looking uncertain. So you're, you're sure all of this is what we need? We didn't miss anything? Again, I'm like in 10th grade, so I've only just read about this stuff in books. I've never done this before. And you're the one to talk to him? Well, yeah, he wasn't exactly forthcoming, though. Does he have any ideas? I'm sorry. Enough, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm look, stressed. I, we're all stressed. We are all stressed. We're all a little bit anxious about what we have to do. But we've got the, the bandages. We've got the chemicals. Uh, we've got little jars to put things in. They're kind of cute little jars. They are very nice. I think if... Uh, I could They're probably... like mason mason jars? Yes, yes, yes. Like we could a probably, cork uh... stopper on it. Very nice. Right, right, right. Put very good for them. just general collectibles and things. Yeah. Is this like a, a little mom and pop shop? Or is it owned by a larger... Um syndicate it is owned by a larger syndicate okay but they but they have they have everything everything you could possibly want so everyone you can just point out what you want uh, as we walk through this then we're gonna leave and then um and then i'll just go ahead and get those things we don't need to uh just just let me know what it is you want i'll take note of its location and we'll get it so you're talking about you're 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 talking about not I'm paying for the things people. that we take. Yeah. You're yes. you're stealing things. From a, I need I need to think about this. From an just just <laughs> set, send the priest outside. <laughs> send send the paladin away. <laughs> I'm gonna go outside and just I'll be the lookout. Here, take On some interference. Thin yeah. I'll take some thin mints. Oh, thank you very much. I'll take some mm-hmm. thin mints and I'll Here, watch for anything unusual. Deniability. And then whatever happens, happens. Oh, I'm going to have to say so many rosaries for this. So I'm not sure, but I seem to recall like this mummification thing involving like weird resin and things like that. How do we get that at a modern medical supply? Also, should we go by a liquor store? Are we supposed to get like wine or something? We could probably all use that. I mean, yeah, totally. I, <laughs> I drink wine all the time. We also need salt. Can we find that at this medical store? Probably not salt that's probably a thing also how, how are we going to speed up the process because this takes like a couple months i could ask 
my little friend in my head for help. Yeah, I do think that having left the museum, Evelyn did sort of point out a pretty large wall display that walked you through step mm-hmm. by step on the mummification process and all of oh, the definitely. materials involved. Almost certainly, yeah. 100% yeah, 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 totally. that so. happened. Mm-hmm. And, yep. uh, I remember that crystal clear. So mm-hmm. anything we can't find a big pharma mart, we'll just whoop from the museum. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, that wing is sponsored by Pharma Corp, so I'm, I'm comfortable with that. All right. Yeah, you do feel like you could probably find, probably find whatever you need here. So we go through, scout it out. I take note of all the locations. I'm um, outside just, uh, you know, maybe asking people, uh, would you consider tithing to St. Bridget's Church? It's, uh, we're in need of a new roof, ladies and gentlemen. I make uh, $9. <laughs> well, you did notice as you were walking around the store, the three of you that went in, that there was a very helpful uh, customer service representative uh, named Xavier who did really want to help you find everything you need. He was sort of around. And then when you, I assume, dismissed him, he didn't go too far. He just kind of watched, just kind of watched, really wanted to make a sale. And then at a certain point, when it looked like you were identifying things and not buying them, he seemed to get a little suspicious. And he did kind of walk you towards the door when you left. Would you like to buy some cookies? No, there's no soliciting in here. Oh, what's soliciting? It's when you go into someone else's store and try to sell them things. You're, that's, it's not, it's against the law. You can't do that here. Oh, I'm really sorry. I didn't know that at all. Well, that's okay. You just, uh, I just wouldn't recommend it. It's, uh, it is against the law. It would definitely help that he didn't notice a bunch of things randomly disappearing from the store from like a little warp gate. So I guess I'm trying to distract him for a while, just trying to like really lay it on thick with the like, okay, I didn't, I really, really didn't know, mister. I'm so sorry. Um, can I, can I offer you a cookie? Cause I feel really bad right now. And I didn't, I didn't realize that that's what I was doing, you know, just like mm-hmm. kind of rambling in a very kid-like manner. Uh, I think I'm probably staying here. And then if necessary, I'm going to do some additional distracting. Sure. Probably also by trying to sell him things. Father Gill, uh, Joanna, uh, comes out of the store at a pretty brisk pace, goes right down the alleyway. So do you have everything with me? Oh, all right. I'll uh, I'll sort of look around. Blessings of the Lord be upon all of you and follow her into the uh, the alleyway. Do we get everything? Are you are you all right? Or We haven't even started yet. Oh, sweet Jesus. All right. And then I pull something out of my sleeve or I roll for it. <laughs> yeah, let's um, inside the store, Poppy and Stanley, what are you doing to distract this uh, this employee? I mean, I know it's you said in the soliciting, but this is really more of a, a business need. But it's possible. I mean, you, you got to keep this place clean, right? I can sell you some really high quality vacuums here. Uh, we, oh, we have a vacuum. We have we have a vacuum cleaner, oh, the, and we the, have a, a cleaning service that comes in every other not, week. Not not like these. Come on. <laughs> Why are you trying to jump on my sale? Buy some, and, and and you wasn't going to buy anything for me. And now you just starts crying loudly, publicly, drawing a lot of attention. She's trying to act like she's ten, but she is short and very small. And now look what you did. You made her cry. Oh, I'm wondering what kind of move this falls under. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, I, I think change the game. To apply like distracted or something to 
to him. Yeah. I think you should both roll. We'll look at who gets the lowest. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, I don't like that at all. I don't like that either. <laughs> um, all right. So that's plus three. That was a seven plus three. So that's a 10. Uh, and mine is a seven plus two. So a nine. You get to inflict a status on the employee, on Xavier. I'd say the status is very distracted. Yeah. Distracted makes sense. A tier three of distracted. Yeah, you can see that this was not the way he wanted to spend his afternoon. And as he looks back and forth, he begins to sweat. It looks like he starts to grow a little pale and starts to breathe uh, at a very uneven rate. Uh, you, you feeling okay? I think th there might be something for that here, you know. His eyes are starting to flutter. And it looks like he's gonna. he grabs onto a shelf to keep standing up. In the alleyway, Joanna... And Father Gill. Right, do, the, um, do, do the thing. I'm not watching, but I'm do doing, the thing. I'm doing the thing. Um, All right. So, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and start um, start pulling things out of my sleeves. And I'm taking things from, like, the back of the shelves. So, like, when, when he does a, a once-over to see if anything was stolen, he'll see, he, he, he won't even see that things are missing from the back. Okay, rolling. All right, that's an 11. All right, it takes a minute. Um, and Father Gill, mm -hmm. it's hard to sort of ignore the fact uh, that what she's doing is what she's doing. Because yeah. you're sort of seeing these things come out with price tags on them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of things, so I'm just like pulling them out of my sleeves <laughs> and handing them to Father Gill. And then oh, you have like God, a ton no. of things right. in your hands, and I'm just still piling them on top of you, just out of my sleeves. Yeah. Uh, what are you putting these things in? Just You're just putting them on Father Gill? I have pockets in my trench coat. Um, I assume, I mean, I, I, we're gonna, I before have, we exit the alley, we're going to wrap them up. Just got my, you know, my, my, my jacket, right? my, my, blaze, my priest blazer, okay. uh, which cool. doesn't hold a lot. It's not a, a vast quantities of things. I'll take a pillowcase from my own apartment, bunch them all up into it. <laughs> You just and you just hear Father Gill quietly like muttering, uh, uh, "Our fathers" under his breath, and uh, yeah, and and just little quiet sort of penitential prayers. It's like I know what we're doing is in the greater service of things, but nevertheless, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and to the hour of our death. All right, yeah. As all the panicking is still going on, Stanley's kind of uh, has conveniently walked over to try to steady the employee, but also obscuring his view of anything behind you know, put his arm around to hold him up and you are holding him up mm -hmm. although because you keep sort of turning him around as you see portals opening <laughs> throughout the store you might be making him dizzier <laughs> but you are holding him up as he gets increasingly dizzy after a, a few moments of the distraction gaining in volume and then sort of dropping you see uh, an older man come out from behind the counter in the back he's wearing a white apron and a smock looks like he's dressed uh, to be a pharmacist perhaps and he looks very confused and sort of comes right out to the three of you here. And what is happening here? You can't do this. And then he started to get upset. And then I just got more upset. And the world is really upset. And your, your, your employee here is not feeling well, sir. You might want to help him out. You got oh, anything I'll... here to, to help with this condition? Yeah, I will. Can you take your daughter out of the store, please? If she's going to behave like this, she can't do it inside. <laughs> 
Like, uh, we don't want children that are misbehaving in our store. Children? Oh, sure, sure thing. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to, to teach her better for next time. Please do. Please teach her better. <laughs> he used to just, like, drag her out. He looks like he's going to make a sign that says no children unaccompanied. <laughs> As I'm being, like, ushered slash dragged out, the, like, cries start to go into Snickers. Just... <laughs> So as the two of you make your way, Father Gill overloaded with stolen items. He's got my jacket off and I'm just sort of like bundling things up. And Everything's all right? You're, you're done in there? Is everything okay? They noticed a lot of other things instead. I don't need to know. Here, Better if I don't I, know things. Better if I don't know things. I hold up my backpack. Do you want to not hold everything in your hands? Oh, very much so. All okay. Right. Just dump everything in there. Okay, here, have some more Thin Mints. Thank you. We're going to have cookie-scented bandages. Is that... <laughs> Mummies love Thin Mints. <laughs> all right. You think that you have all the supplies you need to make a mummy. This is going without... to be the last successful thing we do, isn't it? Very likely, yes. I think it is. But, again, it's in the greater service of all mankind, and I uh, can't ask for much more than that. All right. Let's, well, I've uh... got nothing better to do. Do we need, like, a, a fresh body? Or, like, what's the, what's the deal? Well, if we need to procure our own body. Well, I mean, I might be able to help with that. I might be able to sense. Take a step back. You know? No, <laughs> not. We're not killing people that are still alive. Good, thank God. All right. Just finding someone that's dead or should be. So you can you can sense dead people. Yeah, or people that are kind of in between. I haven't really like searched out anybody like this before, but I mean, I figure. It, it could happen. Could well, I mean, if we if we head towards the 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 impact site, I know that the the rescue teams have already been over it. There may have been somebody they missed. Oh God! Just to pull out the rosary and just start going bead by bead. There may be somebody there that that we can make use of. Yeah. And if I we need to make someone dead, well, you know, just point me at him. That's fine. The main thing about choosing a body, we want Horus to inhabit that body as we are mummifying it, so as to trap him, right? I believe. Because otherwise it's just a completely separate thing. Right, right, right. I mean, it's a cool science project, but I don't think it's... Get the body, bring it to the site, start the mummification process, and then somehow... Were they already preparing a body for Horus? I am assuming it's like the set resurrection that we stopped... Were they, there was, there was a lot going on. I only came in at the tail end of it. Well, I mean, if, if there are adherents to, to Horace who are assisting his return, then they, yeah, they probably would have prepared a body for him. Which means that then all we need to really do is disrupt that. Yeah. It'll work like we did with Set. I think we, either way, we need to head over to the impact site and, and start scoping things out. And, yes, uh, we'll and maybe to. Poppy can do whatever it is she does to try to find us a, a body to 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 you to use. How are we going to infiltrate so we can oh, get Lord. close? Well, the only one of us who I think can pull that off is Stanley. Stanley, I mean, I can kind of cover me, but unless you guys want to be prisoners or something, I don't know. Prisoners sacrifices to Horus. Sounds about right. Not sure how one dresses up as a prisoner, but who knows? Maybe even get close enough to see if they're they're prepping a body for us or something. I don't I don't know. I think you're the best one to get us some intel. Can give it a shot. If you go ahead of us, then 
come back, give us some information, then we can all just walk in with confidence and people will think we are supposed to be there. It works pretty well for busking. Why not? On the next page, Stanley, where are you? Approaching the the impact site somewhat cautiously to look around. So I basically flipped to, uh, you know, full scaraby bug armor mode to try to blend in and to see what I can see. A lot of the street has been changed into river. It has been changed into sand. It does look like there are full-on crocodiles swimming up and down the street in this new river. Strange trees that have not been growing in this city before. I wonder if there is a way for you to sneak around or try to blend in. <laughs> that is a thing I could do, though probably not very well. I'd say, you know, something about knowing the city, except that the city's changed. Still knowing the city would be okay, because okay. maybe there is a uh, a sidewalk or an alleyway off of this main thoroughfare that would help. Apply my nothing to lose tag and sort of like, eh, well, if I get caught, I get caught. So relatively calm about it. Yeah, I think so. I think if you're calm, then no then one's going to notice you yeah, yeah. being nervous. Yeah. Uh, however, the dice are not in my favor. Uh, let's see. That would be a seven. Describe your approach here. I've put myself in as as much of a bug-like state as I can to try to blend in with whatever uh, else is, is going on here. So I'm walking basically towards the, the crater. Um, so I'm going to look for what to see what others are doing there, what the other hybrid creatures, particularly anything insect-like, is doing. Right. I think the first thing that you see is this river and the handful of lazing crocodiles that are sort of floating. It is a lot warmer here. It wasn't this warm a couple days ago. And you, do you see what look like these hybrid crocodile people that appear to just sort of be standing and waiting? There's one or two over there, one or two over there. Not a lot. It's not shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder crocodile men. <laughs> and then you can see as you get closer in that there are these giant scarabs. Uh, some of them are also anthropomorphized to an extent, looking like maybe human hybrids. Some of them are very much just beetles, sort of scuttling up, up and around the rooftops. How far in do you want to go? Uh, well, what I'm trying to see, get a read on is, does, is there anything that it looks like any of these, particularly the insect-type creatures, are doing? So I can try to do something similar and therefore blend in and be able to hmm. go through without being too noticeable. Yeah, the ones that are pure beetly are up on the sides of these buildings looking like they're doing some kind of terraforming, some kind of like a surgery to these structures. Uh, but the ones that are more humanoid mm -hmm. appear to be on the ground. And some of them, similar to the alligator, the crocodile people, are look like they're just waiting, like they're awaiting orders, almost like they're sort of in a trance, not called to action. Some of them seem to be carrying things. So there are a group that are, seem to be digging this this river a little longer. Where's the river coming from exactly? Like, is it coming from literally the impact crater or? Yeah, you remember from the top of the warehouse mm -hmm. that it did look like there was an ending somewhere around Whitman Central in the the uh, the courtyard area. It wasn't streaming from the impact site, but it it looked like whatever the the head was was near it. Okay, so yeah, I guess I will follow that course there, but attempting to look like I'm helping to uh, dig the river too and take it as far you know, as, as I can get closest to the actual impact crater. 
it does look like these scarab hybrids and these crocodile hybrids are not really paying attention to you. So you've made it down the street near the river. You are preparing to turn into the courtyard near Whitman Central. And as you do, Vulture Man is up in the sky. He's now white. His feathers have changed colors somehow after being thrown in the the pit in the impact site. It looks like he is sort of on patrol. And it might be your imagination, but he might have done a double take as you walked around the corner. That can't be good. But for the moment, I will persist on my path and just kind of keeping a usual look to see if he's coming downwards. That is about when Stanley comes into view from the warehouse. What is your trajectory, Stanley? Where are you off um, to? So try, trying to stay, I mean, in line with the, the river as best I can still, if that's still there, but towards the, the actual impact crater, since that's as far as we know where the god object might be. There are more of these these hybrid creatures around. There are more of them here. But again, they don't seem to be noticing you. When you do glance up to see what this vulture man is doing, you notice the golden disc with the animals on it, still high up in the air. And it also might be your imagination, but perhaps their angle has changed. Perhaps they're watching you, but they're kind of far away and it's hard to tell. It looks like nothing is going to get in your way as you approach the impact crater. Yeah, continuing that way, but definitely trying to keep an eye out for anything that might be actually observing or guarding this entrance or any activity happening there. You're close enough that you can investigate this impact crater. Investigating is really not my specialty, and I'm the one who's here, so that's not good. <laughs> and with my roll, that's a a seven again. All right, you can ask me a question. Um, so yeah, the most immediate thing I'm looking for is any apparent dangers here to be potentially noticed or stopped. You do have a suspicion that you've gotten this far because of the way you are perceived. You've noticed that a number of the beings have sort of looked at you twice, but seem to have decided that you're fine. They have noticed the way you look. They have noticed that you're not quite the same, but you're pretty close. So you're probably not a threat, which probably implies that they they can see and that maybe if you looked differently, you would not have gotten this far. That's kind of what I was wondering. You can also see that the vulture is lower again and getting ready to do something. So I don't know if this will be because I only investigated at one. If I can look around again, I want to try to see if there's any other route here that we might be able to get people who aren't me closer to through. Describe how you're doing it in order to get the specific information. Basically get an, an angle on any areas that I have not yet been able to see. So whatever that's, that might be, you know, um, going around the crater somewhere or some to see where I can find a direction, like maybe between buildings or rubble or whatever is now here that the others might be able to come in through. That would at least allow us to not go through as many of these hybrid entities. Let's see how the dice do now. Oh, the good this time. All right. Uh, that would be with two twelve. Yeah. So I think what happened here is that while the vulture man was out of sight, you were able to move closer to a group of some of the hybrids and change your posture, change your position. And you wait a moment. And as he comes back around, he sort of circles right above the plaza and doesn't seem to notice you. You're certain now that he is looking for you. 
But having moved out of the way, you can see that there is kind of a path if everyone approached by crawling because there are now something like sand dunes. There is something like a drifting and blowing obstructions. And you think, I'm pretty sure if they all crawled here, maybe they wouldn't be able to hide from the vulture if he was directly over them, but they might be able to get past all of these other creatures and hybrids that are around the area. And now I have to get that information to them somehow. So I guess the... Uh... <laughs> Planet, I, um, so are the is the group of, of hybrids I'm with are they like because you said some of them were like carrying things mm-hmm. around here um, is there a similar item I can happen to acquire to carry there is still some rubble in this area it looks like most of it has been cleared out but it it, uh, it appears as though there's a, a pretty large chunk of cement that maybe is still there because no individual could have lifted it Hopefully I can manage to, because I'm going to try to use that as a, look, I'm just carrying this thing casually and walking this direction out of the immediate area. You think if you do this, you'll blend in well enough to get out of the area. Yeah, and back to where they are in the warehouse. This might be take the risk, because if it turns out to be too heavy, you might hurt yourself. I guess my my claws tag is helping me hold this thing. Maybe in the case that it's heavy, that I'm also my persistence. Let's see how that goes. Less good, uh, but still my my favorite number today of seven. <laughs> yeah, this is this is heavier than you thought. You do get it up and you start to move. And it occurs to you that this is so heavy that either you can drop this, everyone's attention will be on you, or you could continue to lug it out and probably end up with an injury because of it. Yeah, I think I'll... I'll go with the the injury for the moment so take something there from the second floor poppy and father gill you're probably pretty impressed that stanley was able to lift this massive piece of of concrete i didn't think he could do it me neither (laughs) and he takes a few steps and from up where you are you can hear (laughs) oh oh dear but he keeps moving good he seems to be doing all right he seems to be getting in in and out safely that didn't sound all right. No, but it's better than swarms of bug men crawling all over him and dragging him down into a hole against his will, I suppose. And on the top of the next page, the four of you are back together outside the warehouse. All right, so there's a way in, but uh, the vulture man might see us. Stanley, are you are you all right? You look like you uh, had a yeah. bit of a hard time with that stone. Yeah, I mean... Uh... You know, my, my case has got wheels on it, so I don't usually have to... I see, I see, I see. Like that. All right. Well, hopefully, if we can if we can all be very, very careful and, and stealthy, then won't be a problem, will it? Joanna, you got to, you know what we're doing for this mummification process? Yeah, I think I've done all the calculations necessary. All right, good, 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 good. good, good. Poppy, you ready to run interference if we need to? Yeah, maybe I can give kind of a... It doesn't doesn't work really in long range, but maybe I can give a sweep and see if I can pick out maybe what we're looking for. Because presumably it's not going to feel alive and it's not quite going to feel dead. Slowly, stealthily, quietly make our way towards the hole. But (laughs) confidently. But confidently make our way towards the hole. I'm kind of like... Not not fully tapping into to my demonic patron, but kind of like just keeping a channel open. So I just have like little tiny horns growing from the back of my head, just a little bit. We can do a group sneak. 
who has the fewest tags that they can apply to sneaking? All of mine are angry or hit things or <laughs> make sure the dead are dead. So, all right, Poppy, let's see if you can sneak. Uh, that is a six. <laughs> I mean, I think this starts out really well. So, tell me the order that you all are traveling in. I'm guessing I'll probably be first since I vaguely right. found this path. I'll, right. I'll go after Stanley with my with my board with nails in. <laughs> I guess I'll bring up the rear. I feel like it would it would make sense for like a heavy hitter, but also to like keep her a little bit out of the initial line of fire. I don't know. She's kind of like following like a little duckling a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. She's not cute. She's vicious. Ducklings can be mean. And you know what? They're allowed to be because they're so cute. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I'm uh, second to last. Yeah, Stanley, you have gotten them right into position. And this is going very well from your perspective. Father Gill, there's a little bit of a flashback to crawling through trenches. Oh, very much so. That maybe isn't the most comfortable emotion that you were hoping nope. for at the moment. Nope, not at all. Joanna, you, you know how to get low. Your clothes are sort of your jacket sort of helping you keep the sand out. Poppy, what was it that got the vulture's attention? I know that our story has been happening pretty quickly, but... I kind of have this idea that she started a growth spurt overnight and, you know, it's not super noticeable yet, but it's definitely like in her bones. She doesn't quite know exactly where she, so her depth perception is a little off. She probably stumbles and tries to write herself and ends up like face planning. She just trips. <laughs> that happens. It looked like the other three were in, Great position. They were, they're a little bit in front of you when that happens. Part of this dune to your side, when you sort of stumble into it, starts to slide. And for most people, they wouldn't necessarily notice, but the vulture did because he's way up in the air. And you immediately can see that he changes trajectory and screeches. And from where all of you are in this trench, actually not too far away from the impact site, uh, you're, you are pretty close to it, but you can hear many pairs of feet start shuffling around up top. When we say pretty near, like how close? Well, that would mean sticking your head up out of the trench. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Stanley probably and has I a sense. I am not yeah, sticking exactly. my head out of the trench. I learned that lesson well. Yeah. My, my fellow soldiers learned that lesson and, and never had to learn it again. But I might have some idea, right? So yeah, like how far are we? Is this... How far are you? Could we run there relatively quickly? I mean... Well, being at I mean, the front... decide to basically blow cover and go for it? Yeah. You could get there, you're pretty sure. You're pretty <laughs> sure Father Gill could get there because he's second. Something might be able to grab Joanna. Poppy could not just run and get there. I think Poppy's already in the like mindset of you know standing up and saying just go joanna's got yeah. the equipment and the know-how to to get this done so i think we need to get her there if if things come to it what father gill's probably going to do is sort of switch places with her and say stanley get her to the hole i guess we could try that <laughs> run for it take care of poppy poppy and me against the world <laughs> take care of myself yes of course you can i know you can but I'll just be taking care of, care of myself right next to you. Okay. 
I think I like take his hand a little bit for a second and then I shake <laughs> it off and I'm like, Ugh, it's weird. All right, we got a mummy to make. I guess we're going for it. Stanley, you're close enough. You don't really have to roll. Is there any way I could I would need to potentially assist her? Joanna said, it seems like the goal is to get you there. So you have to take the risk first. And then if you're successful, Stanley can sort wouldn't necessarily have to get involved at this point. You have a lot of tricks up your sleeve, right? <laughs> I have so many tricks up my sleeve. It's all tricks. I'm trying to I'm just it's just basically a an athletic sort of thing, right? Unless you have some other creative way to yeah. to do this. Unless you know how to get there fast in another way. At this point, I think I'm just going to try running. Okay. Come on, dice. I got a seven. You do duck under one of these giant scarab things that starts to come towards you. So it feels like the, the claws on this thing's hand, it looks like the way that this scarab hybrid is coming towards you you can dodge out of the way but it will probably take a big chunk out of your coat maybe spilling some of your pockets uh and losing some of the items you have or you can twist in the other direction and it will get a direct hit on your back still slicing through the coat but keeping your pockets intact i'm gonna let it hit my back and you take a a glancing blow, which gives you a tier one tag of two long gashes. Two of the claws went down your back for a, about uh, seven inches or so. And they're not deep, but they're oozing. Stanley, she did stumble a little bit, and you have a moment to help to sort of get her out of direct danger. Um, yeah, I will definitely do whatever I need to do for that. So if that means putting myself between the creature and her to get to let her advance into the hole more quickly, then yeah. Toe to toe? So. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what that would be. So yeah, I'll try that. Uh, seven on the dice, but with bonuses this time, so nine. You get to choose one, reach your goal, get them good, inflicting a status, or block dodge counter. Yeah, I think I achieved my goal. Basically, I want to push them aside as best I can, probably you know, roll them down a sand dune maybe and let us go past. That absolutely works. And it is successful enough so that the two of you are pretty sure that you can get to the hole in just a, just a moment or two. Poppy, it looks like the three scarab beings have gone after Joanna. And the ones that are less for, left for you are three of these crocodile hybrids with the big chomping mouths and stubby little arms with pretty sharp claws on the end. All right, let's go. Time to make some suitcases. And it looks like they're going to be attacking because Poppy was right there. It looks like Father Gill, you're sort of closing in. Poppy, you get like the first response to All do right. something before they can get to you. Maybe I'll try to lash out first. My little necklace, my little penny necklace um, pressed penny necklace transforms into the scythe or thing. So that's shape shifts into a weapon. And I think, uh, because I am desperate to protect my, not that I'd ever say it out loud friends, uh, and companions, I am filled with wrathful justice, tighten my ponytail that I've got. And I'm like, let's go alligators or crocodiles. I can never tell the difference. Hit with all I've got. All right. Yes. Hit with all you've got. All right. 
That is an eight. Yeah, you get to choose one. Take cover, get them good. No collateral damage. Hold the target's attention. There are three of these crocodile things. So if you want to do damage... I think I want to get many of them. Yeah. Start trying to whittle them down before they can even get a swipe in. Okay, so you can give three of all three of them a single tier? Yeah. What is the tier that you are doing? What is the um, description of the tier? Slashing, yeah. Or open wound. Yeah, you make a, a, a nice arc, and you cut through all three of them, uh, and Father Gill, she moves quickly, and this mm. blade really reached out <laughs> and, and cut through them. It looks that they can each take a number of tears more of damage. Right. right. But she got started. Great. Uh, I will I will pick one. I don't quite have the, the reach maybe that that side has, but I will pick one of them, and I've got my board with nails in. Uh, so that's tag one, <laughs> board with nails in. Uh, mm-hmm. Weapon master, of course, and rage equals stronger, because they're, they're going after my poppy. Uh, okay. I will, same thing, hit with all, hit with all I've got. Alrighty. Uh, just try to do some serious harm to these guys. Uh, it's a three and a four. That's seven and a three is ten. All right. You can choose two. I definitely want to uh, get them good. That's that's one thing I want to do. And the second is hold the target's attention. Yes, just, I'm targeting one. one. I, I don't think okay. this weapon would be useful against multiple targets. So then I guess, so get them good mean plus one tier. So that would be a tier four injury now. Is that what that would mean? Yep, four. And then get him good adds a fourth, or adds, a, adds, one, adds one more. Yeah, so the board goes right upside his head, yep. stumble, like knocks the thing completely to the ground, mm-hmm. and looks like he's sort of pushing his way up. He doesn't look like he has much in him. He's fo- focused on you, but uh And yeah, I will hold, left. as my, my second effect will be to hold his attention, keep him yep. away from Poppy. Uh, and you do see out of the corner of your eye, that the vulture is starting to lower and coming towards the two of you. Stanley and Joanna, you are at the crater. What is your plan? They're going in, right? Done this before. It's not particularly nice, but I guess where we gotta go. Going in. Just jumping right in? At this point, I think we're kind of on a... Is it like... From the last time that you were here, the amount of smoke coming out is less it's not as thick and it's not as as uh billowy when you were there before you you got right up to the edge of the actual hole but you couldn't see much because of how thick the smoke was you're definitely a lot closer now and you can see the hole it looks like it is about as round as maybe if you took a large sofa and spun it around so it made a circle that's about how how the uh, the size of this this circle here, but because the smoke is coming up, you still can't quite tell how deep it is. I think I still have a pillowcase, um, because I, I summoned it to carry things, but then we put those things in Poppy's backpack. I'm going to real quick, uh, like rip it in half, push it through a portal into like a city fountain. So it's nice and wet. Give half of it to uh, to Stanley and wrap wrap it around my my head or like my nose and mouth. Yeah, that absolutely worked. You think that that will help with some of the inhalation here? Maybe who knows how long, but it took just long enough that if you don't move now, these beetles are 
gonna be able to hit you again very quickly. Okay. Yeah. Jump. I mean, I could try to to climb my way down with claws yeah, and things more carefully. Yeah, let's do a little climb. And then maybe instead of just yeah, help instead help of just her. jump from sta- from standing, grab onto the ledge, lower down, and then fall a little until until the end. That sounds like a take the risk. Yeah, similarly, if if I can tell how far it is when I get down, I'll drop. But I think to begin with, I'm going to basically hook into the walls with my claws and start moving downwards that way. So if if this is sort of like a slow, methodical move, there's a good chance that these scarabs will be able to hit your hands if you're just like, if you're being careful. I'm also okay with uh, being the one that's closer to the targets than her, so. So Joanna, you're you're moving quickly. You're just mm-hmm. going to lower into position, then drop? Yeah. And Stanley, you're just going to go a little bit slower. Yeah, that way at least I can provide a bit of cover between the two, so. Okay. Joanna, can you take the risk? That's a nine. As you start to scramble down here, this plan completely makes sense. It does, fully. But you sort of turned, you're lowering, and these hybrids are closer than you thought. So you can either give yourself the extra couple of moments to feel comfortable about where you are before you drop, or you can just go. If you stay where you are and you move a little bit slower, they're going to get another hit at your hands and or top of your head. Or you can just go. Yeah. I just go. Stanley, you see this as well. She starts to move. And then this this thing is right in front of her and she goes, oh, and goes. (laughs) So you see this. You have a moment to react. You can tailor your action to the situation. So do I know anything about the result of her just going or is it literally still just in progress it's like right at the same time toe to toe with any of these things that are in range here and try to block their progress and you're just in the way yeah essentially okay yeah Uh, let's see well the dice are seven again but then ten yeah choose two uh well i'll achieve my goal i will thoroughly get in their way um and then i will also block dodge or counter their best attempts to hurt me in the process yeah, I'm still hanging on there, definitely. Joanna, you are falling through smoke. Uh, Father Gill and Poppy. Poppy, what is your plan? There are two things right in front of you. All right. Um, right. I'm going for it. Hit with all you've got. Same thing as last time. That is an 11. All right. What would you like to happen? I would like to get one of them good and then gain the upper hand really clobber one of them, knock them aside, and then kind of like intimidate slash power over the next one. Maybe my scythe is like, you know, holding them back between their teeth mm-hmm. and I kind of like push them off. Yeah, the one that you got good, you just gave him four tiers of slashing plus the one is five. It doesn't look like he's going to get up. Uh, the one that's next to him doesn't, doesn't look like he is really paying attention to what just happened to his friend. So he's still on his way. How are you gaining the upper hand? Push one of them aside to kind of get them incapacitated if possible. And then maybe like take on the next one distracted enough that maybe Father Gill can finish it off. He and I are working together and we're trying to gain being the distraction so he can get the like clobber on top. Yeah, I'll take the one she set up for me. Whack it again, hit what I got. 
see what happens. Ooh, that's a five and a four plus my three is twelve. Choose two. <laughs> uh, same thing. Get them good. And I think I suspect by this point, I don't think it has any attention to be held. So I will have done four tiers of damage to that one. Then, uh, yeah, gain the upper hand with that. That one's probably down, I reckon. Yeah. In the moment, it is flying and it doesn't look like it's going to get back up. If you want to get the upper hand, how are you doing that? What does that look like? So there's two down and I'm trying to picture this in my head right now. There's two crocodile people down. There's one struggling to get up um, and the vulture guys. Yeah, he's not going to get here right away. Okay. So the three crocodiles were with you. The three scarabs were with the others. Right. But you've gotten, you've made such a ruckus that you've gotten everybody's attention and there are more things on the way. Yes. Uh, I will get myself between the uh, the crocodile man who's struggling to get up between him and Poppy and, and just sort of get myself in a batter's position and ready to, to deal with him. Joanna, uh, you didn't have a great opportunity to prepare yourself for a landing. Can you face danger to see how comfortably you land? Yeah, I got, I got nothing for that. Just a straight on it's just a roll then. Oh, oh, that's an 11. Hey, you didn't actually fall as far as you thought you might. So it was a pretty it was a pretty solid jolt to the bottom of your feet and up through your knees and into your hips. But hey, you had you bented your knees. <laughs> and I bent and you my knees. Yeah, you absorbed it. Though you feel like you're standing in the exact place that all of this smoke is coming from. Ah, fun. Cool. I'm going to scramble a little bit away from that, wafting my hands, trying to get a better view of, like, through the smoke. You roll right off to the side. It looks like when this thing came down from the sky, it broke right through the earth and landed into one of the sewer tunnels. (laughs) And so the smoke is funneling right up through the hole that it came down in. And this thing that is right in front of you is a sarcophagus. Fun. Love and, it. And now that you have a moment here in the tunnel, it looks like there are one, two, three robed figures that look like they were up to something before you fell right in the middle of them. Good day, fellow cultists. <laughs> I am come from above to assist thee. Can you roll to convince them? <laughs> I can try. <laughs> it is a thing where you might want to consider doing a, a tag burn because that gets you basically a ten plus three. Oh. But then you can't. But then you can't use whatever the tag is again until you restore it somehow. Okay. I mean, we're in the end stretch. It might be worth it. Yeah. I want, I'm a burn a tag. Um, I'll burn the cocky one. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Because <laughs> I rolled a one and a two on the die. So <laughs> you can't quite see the faces of these things. There are some uh, oil lanterns that are sort of sitting around the bottom here. So there is a glow. At this point, I think you can update their agenda to include yours, at least for the time being. Wonderful. I have brought sacred libations for thy process if you'll give me a moment i'm just gonna work with this body (laughs) the two that are near you look at each other and one of them shrugs 
And the one over on the other side kind of puts his arms up like, do we, what do we fight? And then one of them next to you says, shrug. And so they all sort of step back and are curious to see what you're about to do. Okay, I'm also curious to see what I'm about to do. Stanley, (laughs) hanging on to the edge of the crater, this scarab that you deflected seems confused about why he didn't hurt you. And then a second one comes up and they look like they might take another action against you. Yeah, so do, do I hear anything about the results of what happened below? I think you heard a thump, uh-huh. but you didn't hear screaming in pain or anything. All right. Um, so I guess what this is going to mean is I'm going to take a nice uh, slide down the wall with claws in the wall and using arbor to potentially cushion a landing and drop. Yeah, I think that because you were going so slowly, you don't actually have to face danger. Okay. Turns out that this is not a deep hole because of how Joanna rolled. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta love those kind of holes. Could have been a very deep hole, but it is not. (laughs) Joanna, you've done a remarkable job in convincing them that you have the same goals. They step back to let you do whatever you'd like to do. And then Stanley falls through the smoke onto the sarcophagus. (laughs) Ah, here be mine assistant. (laughs) Hi, I'm here to help. You needed something? You don't need to roll because um, you look like a scarab, sort of. (laughs) Father Gil and Poppy, this one crocodile man that is trying to stumble back to its feet. uh, It looks like if you wait here long enough, a horde of crocodiles and scarabs are going to come in your direction. And in just another moment or two, this vulture thing is going to get close. You may recall last time his MO was to grab people and try to pull them up in the air and drop them. You suspect he might try to do something similar. Should we, should we make a break for the hole? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Because if we stay here, then we're going to have a lot of problems with a lot of things. Here we go. Break for the hole. Oh, and there are those three scarab hybrids that are at the hole now. So take the risk we'd get you to dodge the vulture and somehow get around these three scarabs. Okay. Love it. All right. Let's take a risk and see what happens. Five and a three. That's eight and three is 11. I'll okay. go for two. Okay. That is, I'm, I'm so glad we've got a 13. All right. I need, um, <laughs> I need you both to tell me how this has gone so well. Uh, I, no I've idea. The, I don't know. I've got the board out like a like a block and just sort of like blocking things as they come in my way, uh, sort of pushing them out of the way and trying to stay just just far enough ahead of, of Poppy that I'm acting as sort of a barrier for her uh, and, and, and not leaving her behind and uh, and and screaming something in in old Celtish that I don't quite understand, but uh, but makes sense in the moment. I think that um, Poppy is like right there beside him. Like she's got short little legs, but she is keeping up. She was maybe on the track team at school. St. Bridges does have a very good track team, by the way. That's good. That's good to know. That's good to know. I feel like this might (laughs) be a good way to get my aggression out. Like, I think you're really going to enjoy the track team. (laughs) You know, actually, I think it might be kind of fun. Like maybe, maybe, I mean, I guess we're going to have to like try out first, but 
she's just like kind of getting into that like adrenaline, almost excitement instead of fear. She's just like, she's pumping. Uh, when C starts screaming in possibly Gaelic, um, she also starts screaming, but doesn't have any words. So it's just like <laughs> rage roar. They're, they're in it to win it. <laughs> this assault uh, has gotten you somehow to dodge around the, the vulture who did come down and go for you, but he missed it and is now going back up to try to come around again. Uh, and Father Gill, you slam right through these three scarab hybrids that had sort of turned away from the hole when Stanley disappeared. You've knocked them all onto their backs, and it looks like they're going to have trouble getting up. You are just now arriving at the hole. Below. Joanna, it seems like everyone thinks you're in charge down here. Um, I would like to do some investigation-y role. Uh, I would like to know if there's a body in there. And I roll. I do a roll. Which ones am I doing? I'm doing these die. Okay. Amazing. That's a nine on the dice, so that's a 13. So there are probably some things as you begin your investigation that you can probably figure out before you ask me specific questions. Fun. As you start to investigate, what are you doing? What are you trying to figure out? I would like to know if there's a body in there. I would like to know how far in the process this is, how much of a god this might be. It sounds like you want to try to open it. I would like to do that, yes. As you get close, it feels hot. Fun. So you can absolutely touch this stone though when you landed on it with your feet you didn't feel heat as you start to get close to it and you maybe reach out to see if the lid is latched or anything you feel heat from it before you touch it okay do, do i have time to like real quick summon some gloves yeah most of the things that i have on me are like vials and chemicals but i probably have a little bit of gauze that i can mm -hmm. use as a little protection like a little oven mitt yeah I think you can do that. Well, I do that. And you go to open the lid? I would like to, yes. So the three hooded things all sort of shift around, maybe a little uncomfortably. Like they're not quite certain, but they're going to follow your lead. Mm -hmm. uh, it does look like you're going to need to shove this lid off to the side. And it is pretty heavy to do it alone. My assistant... If thou couldst assisted, assist me. Nod very uh, respectfully and head over and attempt to push the lid off. Uh, and you have some kind of like heat resistant or something. Do you uh, have like fast healing and my my bug armor situation? So, I mean, yeah, I think that you can move it and you all hear the grinding of, of, uh, of stone uh, as you sort of push the thing, slide the lid off of it. There is a corpse inside and it is smoking but you can see the smoke coming from the outline of the limbs. Mm -hmm. Is this a former actual human body or is this a God manifesting? It, it's a little tricky to make out some of the details from the smoke, a strange smoke. It's not burning wood. It's not burning dung. It is some kind of spice thing that fills the air. Whatever was used to, uh, to mummify the thing is sort of burning out. And maybe it does trigger sort of like the, your, your science knowledge that maybe the chemicals that were used to embalm this body earlier 
are being burned out of the thing. Ah, uh, so it's being unmummified. It is definitely humanoid, but it is tricky to say. Yeah, that like it, your first thought is this was probably a human at one point. I mean, what else would it be? It doesn't seem to have an alligator head or whatever. But the details of the thing are probably going to be difficult to make out for as long as it's smoking. Okay. Is there a way that I can stop this process? I mean, I know that's literally our whole goal. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it occurs to you that if indeed it is burning out the mummification process, perhaps if you started to re-mummify and re-injected chemicals and had enough time to do that, it would reverse this process and keep it locked up. Do I have anything on me that can counter the the what what's going on without summoning like a tidal wave or something? <laughs> you are confident in your knowledge of the application of these chemicals. Poppy has some of the supplies that you need, and you think that if you have time and if you can figure out how you can withstand the heat, you can inject the chemicals, lower the temperature, maybe summon something else to cool the body and then mummify it. But you do know that you need time, and you need all your supplies, and you need heat resistance. Uh, fourth question. I should, I should make use of that. Um, does it look like the robed figures that I'm currently bamboozling, do they look like they're about to get real suspicious and turn on me? It looks like they don't know what you're doing, just getting this close and examining the body seems like they're taking that as a reasonable thing. Okay, cool. Once you begin doing something else, that may change. Good to know. Good to know. I have a couple ideas. Thank you.